Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. This is the podcast about the radio show, the Permission Granted Podcast. You can get this inside the free Odyssey app alongside the rest of our podcasts, like the show, like New York Accent, like One Giant Step. You can also get this anywhere that you get your podcasts, any podcast platform, and it's on its own feed or the DA Show feed as well. You want to know what it's like to be at a sports radio station, or really a radio station in general. I've worked for sports radio stations in clusters before. So sports radio stations next door to the country music station, which is next door to the news radio station, which is next door to the classic rock station. So radio in general has a feel, has a vibe. And oftentimes, at least when I was coming up through the business, dated older studios Computers were older, equipment older. You know, you don't really have to update it that often. That sounds very ironic because we work in the technology business. But, you know, once you buy microphones and you have the board, this board that we have in front of us is probably from 2002 or something. You know, you find old stuff. And I just looked to the left in the studio that we're taping this in, and there's an old New York Post. And it's yellow. And it's yellowed. So I said, I wonder what date this is. April 4th, 2018. Wow. More than five years ago. No pandemic yet. No pandemic. So I'm just going to give you some of the headlines of the 2018 New York Post that just happens to be here. Who knows why? Because you just find old stuff around. April 4th. Mm -hmm. Okay. Before the draft, football-wise, escape from L.A., No chance of Odell heading to the Rams after they trade for Pat's Brandon Cooks. Okay. That was when the Odell trade rumors had started. Wide receiver Robbie Anderson ducks top charges. He had a charge of reckless driving in Miami. Okay. Nets limp toward the finish. Spencer Dinwiddie tries to outmaneuver 
the Philadelphia 76ers in a 121-95 loss. That was the first Spencer Dinwiddie stint. That's right. Yeah. After the Final Four, Villanova wins the national championship. Post declares them the preseason number one the next year with the likely return of Dante DiVincenzo. How about that? Were those Bridges uh, Villanova teams too? I believe so. Tie in with Dinwiddie. Knicks get humiliated by the Magic. Fan who shed tears over drafting Porzingis now saddened by Porzingis' knee injury. Wow. Long time ago. At the Masters, an unlikely pair. Tiger electrifies in round with old rival Phil Mickelson. Yeah, not going to see that anytime soon. And of all of the things, Mets headline, Matt Harvey dominates as Lugo helps Met close out Rainey win. Harvey was still starting for the Mets in 2018? That doesn't sound right because his dominant seasons were 13-14, right? He got hurt one of them? Well, he... 13, 14, 15. I always kind of considered it the last moment as a Met was the 2015 World Series. Three years later, he was still pitching for them? Is that possible? It is possible. I, I'm I, reading I mean, it right yeah. now. That had to have been the end of the road, though, that year. What year did he go missing? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Interesting. What was the, the top story that day in sports in New York? Didi Gregorius' two home runs <laughs> as the Yanks win a wet opener. I believe I was at that opener. Is that is this your newspaper? I think that was the Giancarlo Stanton gets booed game. It looks like it, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, it's so funny because I don't remember any of those sports stories, but I could close my eyes and be back at that Yankee game. That's amazing. Amazing. Yep. Stanton whiffs five times, booed in Bronx debut. There you go. That was the infamous I booed Stanton. And... As they preview the next Mets-Phillies game, early game will be available only on Facebook Watch. Oh, I remember <laughs> when that was a thing, too. People went nuts. Now we're putting NFL playoff games on Peacock. Five years ago, how times have changed. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I might have to keep that. That was an opening day to remember. What a victory lap Lay's Potato Chips can take after our taste test today. You bought two bags. One was Cuban sandwich. The second one was BLT. And they both were great. Yeah, I, I mean, they are absolutely chips that you could put out. And they you wouldn't just put them out to be like, hey, taste this unique taste. They're good to snack on, good to pair with a sandwich. You know, a couple bowls if you're having people over on a summer barbecue. I think they're great. And we've been through some of them, right? We've been through the Lay's that have tasted like uh, smelly crotch. We have been through yeah. the Lay's that some of them have tasted good over the years. We never seem to see them truly stick around. No. But these felt totally fine. It wasn't oversaturated. It was two of them. Uh, good job by Lace. And so much so that you, you know, in 2023, the year of the pig when it comes to DA, mm-hmm. came out after the show, swung the door open to me in the control room, and essentially said, give me more. Mm-hmm. And then we found out Pete had taken them and hoarded them out in the newsroom. Yeah. Pete was holding on to those tightly. And yeah. I said, hey, I need some more of the BLTs. <laughs> they were tasty. They were very tasty. And they paired perfectly with the Sandos I brought in today. That was another thing today. I smoked a turkey on Sunday, which I posted on social so you can see how I smoked it. And I love smoking a turkey. It comes out really delicious. It keeps the moisture in. It doesn't dry it out. has a bit of a smoky flavor. And just if I could quick aside, 
paying attention to your social, I noticed I noticed things. You noticed things. You look inherently younger and more full of life whenever you are videoed or pictured next to you smoking. Mm. There's something about the pep in your step mm-hmm. on Sunday, the color in your face, maybe just being outside, mm. but you could tell the morning hours we work, as much as we laugh and love and have a good show every day, we do have a little bit of a beaten up uh, first base bag look to all of our faces. <laughs> you are really in your youthful, happy place mm. smoking meats. Yeah, I really, I'm in a good place when I smoke meats outside, hearing the birds chirp. Cold beer, green grass. I mean, that's that's my natural habitat. If you were to tell me that was from April of 2018, that yeah. video, I would have thought that. Goes to show you, my natural habitat is being outdoors, do- cooking, eating, drinking. It is definitely not waking up at god awful hours and yeah. commuting into the city every day. But it's good work if you can get it. <laughs> so, oh, you mean when you wake up and you do the same thing all of us do? <sighs> yeah, and I just you remind- see that alarm. Uh, just. <laughs> The days that the alarm goes off and you're just like, how long can I be awake but stay in bed until I have to get up so that I make the show on time? Yeah. You're like, okay, the alarm went off seven minutes ago. I'm definitely awake, but I just don't really want to get out of bed right yeah. now. It's not yeah. that it's not, I'm not snoozing. I just don't want to leave this spot, but ultimately I have to. Yeah. It's a sad state of affairs. So I smoked the turkey and I, and I, Brought it up, I chopped it up, and I put some light mayo in it and put in some focaccia bread and brought it in for you guys for some sandwiches so you can try the the smoked turkey that I made because I, I had so much left over. And it just so happened that today was the day that we were tasting the, the chips. And boy, did th- those two worlds connected so beautifully. I, it, I'm Ironically, I found, saw, wasn't seeking, but bought those chips the same time on Sunday that you're outside with a smoker. It was like the two worlds were meant to be today. Yeah. They both worked very well with a, with oh. a turkey, smoked turkey sandwich. And DA did come in, and we were ready to order some Dunkin' Donuts drinks. I, you know, me and Pete were dragging a little ass this morning. We don't do coffee, but we get, you know, these high-energy teas they like to sell. And DA was, don't! Don't order any food! No food. I've brought everybody treats. Mm-hmm. And when you say treats, I mean, obviously, I'm going to percolate a little. What does treats mean? Treats could mean a cupcake. Treats could mean uh, a basket of cookies. Treats today, though, meant turkey smoked on focaccia bread and, like, personally wrapped in the saran wrap. You really took some tender, loving care on these sandwiches. I did. You know, I woke up today, speaking of not getting much sleep, I woke up today much earlier than my alarm clock goes off, and I just was unable to get back to bed. I was just thinking about a lot of stuff. And uh, your internet going down as Zoom fires up. (laughs) Feels like there's a million things going on in my life right now. Uh, So I was just thinking about it all. And ultimately, I looked at the clock, and I had like 20 minutes before I had to get up. And I said, you know what? Let me just get up and, and make myself some lunch today, which I rarely have time to do in the morning. I got up, and I was like, you know what? I got time. I'm going to make the guy sandwiches today. Oh. So uh, I looked around, and what I had, and I, of course, I had the turkey. I didn't know I had the focaccia left over, though, but we still had some focaccia. And I said, okay, I'm going to put it on that. That's going to be good. So, yeah. So oh, I did that before I came so in today. Good. So, yeah, today was an interesting day because – it had all the positives of the food tasting and the sandos and bashing shorts, which everybody loves, <laughs> like a pinata, paired with me and Pete really getting after one another in hour number one over tanking. Early getting after one Early. another. And it, it was one of those moments where you ask yourself this question about Pete. Why do you care so much? 
Was it better for the Spurs to try to win 38 games and be a 11 seed for the play-in or a 10 seed for the play-in, or was it better for them to lose 60 and get Victor Wembanyama, who's going to be a stud for 15 years? I but mean, it's I, clearly better for them to have done this. I think it's a bad message to the fans, and why, then you shouldn't take any tickets. Pretty sick. You shouldn't let any fan come into the building because you, you're basically saying we're going to lose, but but buy our stuff anyway. You did everything. You gave your heart. You did everything right. I, I think it's a that's a disservice business wise to your to your family. I'll tell you this: I saw a watch party video last night in San Antonio. Yeah, there's about a thousand people at this bar, and when the lottery pick comes up that they got number one, they explode, they pop champagne. You're going to tell me that those fans wanted, they would have preferred to see a 10 seed in the play-in game? They, they would have preferred to be in the playoffs. Stop but it. I will say Pete, this. I will say Pete, this. Pete, stop it. We got no hope. No hope ever. You think those thousand people that popped champagne last night would have rather well, been look, beaten by the Pelicans in the playing game? Stop it. They, they were a chance to, chance to win the title. Oh, come on, Pete, stop it. Is it uh, stop it. That's the to... dumbest thing ever. That's not the dumbest thing ever. Call the Farallon Volunteer Fire Department. He is on fire. A thousand people last night got a generational talent that could have been LeBron, that could have been Tim Duncan. You're, and you're telling me they would have preferred to have lost to the Pelicans in the playing game. They would prefer to be in the playoffs. But I will say this. I will say this. Stop it. I would prefer to be in the playoffs. (laughs) But they're coming off three straight years where they tried to actually not tank. Enjoy your tanking. Well, they did. They They did. You just saw. They did. (laughs) A thousand people did. (laughs) But I will say this. I will say this. Stop it. It's a, when Pete cares about something, he cares more than anybody cares about anything in the world. And he was so against teams tanking. To the point, I think I wanted to be on his side, but I simply couldn't because it was just so crazy. Well, I think it comes down to Pete's infatuation, or um, infatuation is the wrong word, with his his stance on integrity. Yes. It comes down to doing the right thing all of the time, and in this case, you don't try to lose. You try to win every single game, which, from my standpoint, is just not a productive way to always think you're going to win a championship that if it can help you long term to take one step back so that you one can one giant step, some might say. That you can take five steps forward, like getting a Wembenyama, like getting a LeBron, like getting a Tim Duncan, then you gotta do it. Pete hates that idea. <clears throat> he thinks you gotta try to win the game every single day, <clears throat> or you're screwing your fans. So we definitely disagree. But I found myself really hot about this because I don't huh? I didn't know if Pete was just like defiantly going well, into his argument or he really did consider what I was saying and just you know well, disagreed. The beauty of the argument is <laughs> there are times with me and bogus let's say when any of us might debate you on something where I know for me if I really am against you there are certain things I could say that'll get you really angry and I'll throw out that line I'll say you know what this is going to really annoy him. Uh or even like Bogues knows how to annoy me back. But Pete today is is usually not that guy, but he set fire to you. I mean, that's stupid, Pete. That's stupid, Pete. That's stupid, Pete. You just you would not let him finish that <laughs> thought. And it was like, don't turn on your mic again the rest of the show. Shut up, Pete. Like, that's how that was. So maybe that was what was going on in your head. I don't think he was, like, trying to defiantly not listen to you. I think it was one of those arguments where he felt you weren't listening to him and you thought he wasn't listening to you, which, in the end, if you're listening to, it creates really awkward but perfect radio. I don't understand 
how Pete could believe this truth. That Spurs fans would have preferred to have a 10-seed lose to the Pelicans in the playing game versus being terrible and win- winning Wembeyama, which was his argument. And he kept saying that he would have, they would prefer and he would prefer to just make the playoffs. And that's why I kept saying, stop it, stop it, because no Spurs fan today that. would have agreed with that take. Like that, and, that, and he wouldn't have agreed with that take if this was his team. And that was where his argument fell completely flat, because you guys mentioned several times, including in this argument, about the fans at the Wembenyama watch parties that are going nuts and aesthetic. Bonkers! And he's trying to talk, well, they would still have rather been in that play-in game. And I did get this mumble. He was still on this in the last hour of the show. You know, Miami played in the play-in game, right? They're in the, you know, ask those fans if they'd rather Wembenyama right now. Play. So do the Lakers. Right, exactly. But, I mean, if you asked the Heat, would you have, Heat's fan, Heat fans, would you have rather played in the play-in game and lost or gotten a generational talent, they would have said, definitely the generational oh, 100%. talent. 100%. And we brought, and Bogus brought up Pizza, diehard Jet fan, they did this. They played hard and lost out on Trevor Lawrence. And now Pete is the same one banging the drum for how much the Jets needed Rodgers, and we all told him it was a mistake. Well, Pete, had they done what they should have done, you're not even in this conundrum to argue with you. As a matter of fact, you're probably the happiest you've ever been as a Jet fan. But I'm going to give Pete this massive compliment. We went at one, one another in that segment, and it was over. Yeah, for you. Pete, I mean, of course he was kind of like needling me during commercial breaks. His attitude was great the oh, whole yeah. day long. Well, it was great. I'll peel back the curtain more on Pete the body here for a second because the inner workings of Pete, working two feet from him, I get to know a lot of this. What Pete's looking for after there is he just wants one breadcrumb. He wants one person to agree with him, and it's going to make him feel like he's not an idiot or he is validated. And by the end of it, you had read one tweet, I think, that agreed with Pete. Yep. And Twitch, i got to be honest, in real time felt like they were killing Pete. And then as the argument winded down, there were like three people that jumped in quick with Pete's right here. And Pete's first thing he said to me, because I have Twitch up, is, what are they saying over there? What are they saying over there? And I read him like seven comments in a row, and the last three happened to be on the screen. See? You see? I'm right there. And then that's all he needed. That, I think, is why he was good with you and good the rest of the show. If everybody had said, Pete's a walking dog turd, can you believe he has this? And it was not one person agree with him. His head would have been sunk, and that would have been it. And he would have taken it out on you the rest of the time. He just needed a couple of people on his team. And he was great. He was great about it, and it it made for good radio. And uh, you know, every so often you need to fight with one another. It's I loved just, it. I my favorite radio on the show is when there's a big, huge argument of fight that's highly entertaining, and I don't have a side. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's great to sit on the oh, sideline and just watch it's refreshing. it. Refreshing. Yeah. No so stress. Yeah, people are picking sides, getting mad at one another, not mad at me now. <laughs> but we all crushed Schwartz today, and it makes <laughs> you wonder what his future looks like on the show. <laughs> because he said yesterday on Twitter that he had no idea who Victor Wembanyama was when Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted it out. This Victor guy. This Victor guy. I had to look him up. Then when Gelb called him out on it, Schwartz tried to defend his stance by saying, well, you wouldn't know who the lacrosse number one player drafted was. And Gelb's point was like, well, why would I need to know lacrosse? You need to know the NBA. You sent it, or somebody screenshotted that and sent it to all of us on the show. And, you know, I'm just minding my own business over the course of the day. I don't even follow Schwartz on Twitter. (laughs) I'm a Schwartz supporter now, but I don't follow him on Twitter because I know that the tweets will just aggravate me. 
and you send this and I'm like, why would you do that? I, I'm not you. Why would Schwartz tweet this? And then everybody's kind of going back and forth. <clears throat> then somebody mentions that Gelb got into it with him. Then Pete says something about how Schwartz should take down that tweet or I forget what he said. And I'm just like, this is such a stupid moment by Schwartz. And now that Schwartz is doubling down on the lacrosse thing, it's even stupider. That was the worst. It was even stupider. I don't know him. You should know this guy. And so I thought to myself, am I going to get involved here? I never tweet at Schwartz. I don't, I don't need to get involved in that. But there was a part of me that gets very protective of the reputation of the network. This is why Jack has, ve- has made me very upset at times. Because even though some people might say, hey, Jack made a mistake, none of you guys did. Doesn't he, Nobody connects him to the show. Or, or I, you know, they would say, Jack's made a mistake. DA, you've made a mistake as well, which is totally true. I've made mistakes in the past. But when I believe that what we put out over the air is painfully ignorant to our audience, not like an honest mistake, but kind of willfully ignorant, I get really upset. I get really upset because I think it it is disrespectful to the people that we ask to be our customers. So this Schwartz one really upset me to that point where, as you had put it on the air, it was almost like he was bragging that he didn't know who it was. Yeah. As though this guy's not important enough for me to know and the NBA is not important enough for me to care. Yeah. Uh, I had a follow-up to this off-the-air repeat that I wish I had thought of in real time on the air, so I'll share it here. To follow that point, I think another big issue with it, with the Schwartz tweet on that willfully like proud of not knowing it, is that everybody could have a bad moment where, well, I've never heard of something, or I've never heard, and maybe you're scared to admit it, maybe you kind of have fun with yourself at openly admitting it. The most jarring part about Pete's tweet is that it wasn't surprising. It That's was not right. surprising that he didn't know Wembanyama, and it was also not surprising that he took to Twitter to quote-tweet Wojnarowski about it to almost brag that he didn't know it either. And I think that is actually probably the most in- inherently alarming part is that that's just who he is, and he does not care to hide it. Like, and if you told anybody, hey, somebody at CBS Sports Radio tweeted this, who do you think it was? It's 100% sure. Right. That's a problem. If he if he was never like that and he tweeted that last night, hey, Schwartz had a bad moment. Like, can you believe he didn't know that? Right. But that wasn't our reaction today. Can, our reaction was not, can you believe he said that? Our reaction was, how stupid is he? Because we do believe he said that. Totally. And so then I tweet. I said, you know what? I am going to tweet at Schwartz. And it is simple as... Jumped over the boards and dropped the gloves. I said, Pete, you shouldn't admit this. Don't admit this. Because the one thing I don't want, and I, again, maybe I'm too sensitive to this idea. I don't want you joke about the kid in Tulsa, the kid in Reno. I don't want the guy <laughs> in his pickup truck driving to work in Boise or St. Paul or Oxford, Mississippi, whatever, seeing Schwartz kind of defiantly like, who cares about Wembenyama, think that we don't care about anything that doesn't, it's not in our world. right? And I don't like the idea that people would, Tune into CBS Sports Radio and be like, yeah, they don't they don't care about what we care about. They, right. they don't care about what I care about. And that I'm very, very sensitive to that. So Schwartz doesn't have to know Wembenyama. I wish he would, but he didn't have to. But you just can't say it proudly. It's like being proud of ignorance. 
of other people's interests when that's our job to be to be connectors to their interests. And so I said, just don't admit this. And I was like, this guy's really important to a lot of our audience. And then I probably shouldn't have added this, but then, then I said, stick to, to ranch. <laughs> so, but that, and that the, was the personal jab at the end. That's probably unnecessary. He's also not going to take that as a personal jab because he has stuck to ranch. And, and he has, and, it's and not he like he's it. hid that. Right, exactly. <laughs> Matter of fact, he's probably like, see, Big D ain't noticed I got ranch dumped on me. So then he deletes the tweet. And so now it comes full circle to, if Schwartz was on the air with us today, I would have I would have hammered him on it. I would have had to hammer him on it. If he comes back, I don't know if they're going to have him come back on the show to host or to... Who knows? To to do updates, but... How much pull does Pete the Bossy Bilotti have? He just walked past here with a big, thick stack of papers. What? I don't know. The listeners are going to remember this one yeah. for Schwartz. Yeah. They're going to remember. He didn't know. And what happens if Wembayama turns into LeBron? How hysterical will that be? I mean, it's a screenshot. It's got to live forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so true. Yeah, and you're at a weird spot right now. If you hate the fact that the Spurs have won the lottery again and you think that's unfair, you might root for Wembenyama to be a bust. But if you want Schwartz to look really stupid, you root for him to have a historically great career. <laughs> Hatred of Spurs or want to see Schwartz fall flat on his face? We never got to Hickey... Taste testing, Trader Joe's stuff. Sound check on Thursday. All right. The reason that was an executive call, for those who don't know and want to get a jump on this, go to Ryan Hickey's <laughs> Twitter, Hot Take Hickey. He did some kind of peanut butter taste test, which was a, felt like a lock for sound check. Because Gelb had the full takedown of Schwartz, I felt it might be too much <laughs> Zach Gelb show and sound check to go to two clips there. Okay. So I decided, you know what? That's smart. Hickey did something that could be evergreen for a day. I'm going to wait on that. Yeah, that's smart. Spread the wealth. Spread the wealth. And you might, by the way, you might be listening to this on Friday or Saturday, and you've already heard that, but that's right. We're taping this on Wednesday. Final point. Yesterday marked one month until the Bob's Bar Show. Wow. Yesterday was May the 16th. We are doing it on June the 16th. May the 16th be with you. And that means today I am writing the travel guide. Okay. I'm writing the travel guide online. I'm going to tweet that out. We'll Talk about it on the air on Thursday where you can find it. But it's going to be the travel guide for those that want to come in for the Bob's Bar Show, airports, travel, townships, hotels, things of this nature. So is there anything that you think I should add to this list? Uh, I think that at this point it's become very clear there's no Ranger game. Uh, There's no Yankees. I think we're going to have to put an end time on this one. I'm sorry, Dan in Mechanicsburg. You're not going to get me out there till midnight this time around. So There's no Yankee game that night? I mean, there might be enough that I, I'm going to stick around till 10 p.m. while you, Pete, and Bogus head for the hills. I don't know. I don't know. But I'll give them some nightlife spots if they want. Wow. So that's what you want me to add, that don't expect a late night? Well, golden tickets likely to not be handed out this year. <laughs> oh, we'll put an end time on sometime in the afternoon. I think it's just a way to phrase it. Plus, if the audience knew half of the stuff that was going on behind the scenes, I don't know I'm going to be there at night anyway. So, Okay, so... That might be the bigger reason, is that there might be some internal family dynamics in play that might cause um, things to break apart a little earlier than last year. <laughs> you might really get a show. We'll see. I'm hoping <laughs> um, hoping things are cleared up by then, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. So I'm going to write up where to fly into or how to get there. Boom, bam. Boom, bam. Okay. Where to go out to eat, where to go out to drink, 
where hotels to stay, bada bing, bada boom. All right. People are going to be looking for it. So oh. now they get out there, and then there'll be no excuse not to get to the show. Right. Now, I hope you've booked your flight already. We've given the date now for two months. You so, can't be one that complained after that. Yeah. No. But um, but now that we're just we're we're just 30 days out or so, we want to make sure that you have some sense, ground sense of what's going on. It did dawn on me, if you're going to do that today, I should probably contact Badlands and make sure he's available today. Yeah, that was supposed to happen already. It was supposed to happen May 1st. It's now May 17th. I'm going to reach out. Now, the good thing is... I don't think anything in Badlands' life changed the last two weeks. Like, my guess is if for whatever reason he couldn't make it, he probably couldn't have two weeks ago anyway, but I'm still going to just double-check. Well, he better make it because he's got to belch in your face and slap us with hot dogs. Because the last thing we need is finding another fat guy that can slap hot dogs and burp in the face that people need to be aware. But we'll find it. We'll figure it out. Hopefully he's fine and we're good to go. I assume he's fine and he's good to go. And don't forget, you're still on Frank Viola watch. Put it this way. I have had two different emails... Point of contact. I, uh, from one specific person that works on him, I was told the message has been passed along to him. I have gotten nothing back, but I'm, I I hold out hope. I hold out hope. So if Frank Viola trotted in, you know, to like from the, the bullpen, from the bullpen to the trumpets or something to strike out <laughs> Bob to send him off into retirement would be, I think, not a dry eye in the house. <laughs> Some people in your family might be rooting for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, Bob might be looking, rooting to get drilled in the head at that point, to be honest with you. Oh, Viola's taken out. <laughs> Bob with a bean ball. <laughs> oh, no, Bob went down. Oh, and Old Lang Syne, we have confirmed, will be played on the bagpipes. We got that done. That's right. Foxy has confirmed he is in for playing on the bagpipes. He spent the last three weeks learning it uh, an hour each day. He's really worked hard on this specific wow. song. Wow. So... If it stinks, it stinks, but he's learning it. That's the motto of the Bob's Bar Show this way. If it stinks, it stinks. We also just found out that Carlos with a K wanted to call out that day to be at Bob's Bar. And Pete the body said, uh-uh, you're working. You're, which would be the irony. Pete gets nobody to work, so he can't go to Bob's Bar. and He's got to run the controls. Carlos with a K is there drinking beers with Caserta. <laughs> But boils confirmed, Caserta's confirmed. Yeah. Big. Yeah, so oil the boils in play. You know, there's a variety. Uh, Katie Linendahl still says she's coming by. Wow. So I think it'll be a good show. Pete Pete is great. Pete the body. He's like, oh, yeah. And by the way, for the Bob's Bar Show, this is off air. I've had a couple of guys that have wanted to call out, haven't been able to get give them the days off. We need them here. And then he said something like, I had one guy. I had to make sure they didn't. He He was working. They said, well, who's the one guy? He said, well, Carlos with the K. <laughs> I was like, well, why would you just say Carlos with the K? Because <laughs> he's got to act like he's got a whole roster he's managing. Guy. It's the same three people he plugs into the schedule, and he's got to act like it's this long, elaborate roster. I had this one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ken from Massapequa that right. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> well, this one guy. All right, you got side B coming up? Let's go with side B with uh, with the bogeyman. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. America. Howdy, doody do, North America. It's the PGP. Side B. Bogues got it. He's on fire today. Look out. All right, Bogues. Well, a wild uh, start to the week here on the DA show. First and foremost, Pete the Body Bellotti DA and I just broke down in side A of the PGP, which you've just listened to here. We're now in side B, in case anybody was re-wondering. Really caring about tanking, huh? <laughs> of all the things, and we know Pete has plenty of opinions. In fact, there's an entire segment now about Pete's opinions. But so deeply with his whole heart against tanking, protecting the fan. This is not how this works for the love of the game. I mean, it was, there, was, there was some heat behind that Wednesday morning. He got DA to say, stop it, Pete. Stop it, he Pete. He did. Stop it, Pete. It sounded like me yelling at my dog for, you know, jumping up on my plate. Yeah, or you yelling at me about Aaron Judge maybe cheating. Yeah. It's, a, it's totally a bad scene, but not surprising in the least. Now, if I were to tell you, and DA knows this answer, in the immediacy... Of Pete arguing with DA on Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday's show. Yeah. What do you think Pete said slash asked me to do? I'm actually surprised that he asked you to do anything because I thought the way that ended with DA again saying stop it, stop it, that he was going to go into the fetal position basically and be non-responsive for the rest of the four hours. Which DA just mentioned in side A. And there's a reason Pete wasn't in the fetal position. And it involved what he asked me to do. So you have no guess. <sighs> Let me think about this. Did he ask you to do... Do, 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 do. Did he ask do, you to grade his performance? Oh, that's close. That's wrong. Uh, <sighs> wrong answer. Damn. Pete wanted me to quote, what are they saying about this? They. Oh. Meaning the listeners. Twitter. Oh, okay. Twitch. Yeah. And all Pete was looking for, a couple breadcrumbs. Yeah. A couple breadcrumbs. little support. And there were very minimal support, but there was some support, and that's all he needed, baby. So that's why he felt good the rest of the three-plus yeah, hours. because you know what? He felt like he wasn't alone okay. in the argument. All right. But we played, Do we, can you guess my Pete here with Big Baby in the landfill? Uh-huh. And uh, you guessed wrong, but it was close. Great right. My performance was close. Yeah. Well, he just wanted somebody else to grade it, not you. Yeah. <laughs> No doubt. All right. No doubt about it. Now, I've had several listeners contact me in the last 24 hours to say, to ask me if I was, in fact, going to attend one of your son's baseball <laughs> games <laughs> to see if he stares in for signs or whatnot. Yeah. Now, we know that I have been in a rocky relationship with your mother before. Correct. Uh, and she would be Jake's, Still is, in fact. Jake's grandmother. I just want to make sure everybody in the bogus house is okay with me challenging the integrity of Jake's baseball career. Yeah. Um. I mean... My family luckily doesn't listen. Well, my mom listens, but only 
in the... The 20 updates? Well, I'm trying to think now, using your math, what hour of the show this would be. It's 8 to 9 Eastern. Third hour of the show? Yes. And probably only the middle segment. Well, no. Well, as long as she's in the car going to work, and then she may continue into that last hour, the fourth hour, or hour two for her. Gotcha. If there's nothing going on at work, up goes the computer... Maybe she's feeling fancy. She goes to watch DA.com. That, but definitely in the car, she's paying attention. So I don't know if she heard that. Um, I don't think they'd appreciate you coming to heckle Jake to see if he would also look over to his right. Well, if he didn't look over, there's nothing to heckle. Right, but it, but you made it sound like you're going to come and heckle to no. bring the response. Oh, I, no, I was going to come just make sure oh, okay. he wasn't glancing That him and his nine-year-old teammates yeah. were not stealing kids, signs. And... Kids can be distracting in a dugout, and they don't need me right. heckling them. Yeah, no, actually, our problem right now is the kids are not paying enough attention in the dugout oh. during the game. They're not they're not as locked in as they should be. Well, what does that mean? They're playing they got to be on the fence, chanting, come on, Jay, come on, Luke. So what are they doing? They're just sitting down talking. They have the their new... cell phones in there? No, they don't have their cell phones in there. That's not allowed. No Apple Watches either. Really? No, I'm kidding. But they oh. have. But no, they're like they're talking about not other things. Things that maybe maybe they did see on their phone the night before, or huh. what flavor, flavor Prime they just were able to find in a store. That's a big nine year old thing these days. What's Prime? Uh, it's like what's the guy's name? No, Jake Paul. Is that the like yeah, the, the fighter? Yeah. Guy? yeah. So he made or is a part an investor in a, a Gatorade like thing. It's called Prime? It's called Prime. There's a energy one that has, like, caffeine in it, and there's a regular, like, hydrating one. And, like, kids 8 to 12, this is the coolest thing in the world. Because really? they're strangely hard to get, and there's flavors that you can never get. So they're, like, wild goose chase. Like, oh, we heard this place has them. Let's go. Like, I'm not lying. This past week, we walked into a store just to use the bathroom, like a little cafe kind of deli thing. And they had a beautifully arranged labels all in the right direction, like rainbow display of prime flavors. I had to buy four of them because Are two of them kidding? we have never seen before. Yeah. Wow, I'm going to be on the lookout for this now. Yeah, man. How about that? My local beer guy will post on their Instagram thing like, new shipment of prime. If you don't go in a couple hours, it's gone. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we were in Ireland, we saw one behind a register, right? Um, and Jake, can I get that? You know, like, sure. So, like, ring up, like, a bag of chips, two things of water, and the Prime. And he goes, like, 27 euro. And I go, huh? The Prime was 20 euro because it's even more rare, hard to get there. So they're marking up the prices. Did you send it back? Of course. Oh, was Jake devastated? I think he understood, actually. He's like, there's no way we're paying 20 euro for a 16-ounce bottle of Gatorade. How about him knowing how much euro right? equals in American dollars? Wow. Okay, that that t- that took me for a stun to a news. Yeah, we went way off off base uh, there. Uh, old Uncle Shoney being a lookout for primes. If I gotta Please. send him that way. Yeah, you uh, fair trade. Come with prime, then you can hackle. All right. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. All right. We want a pitcher, not a belly itcher. Exactly. All right. Uh, real quickly, Wednesday marked the first time, maybe the entire postseason, we did not have Canadian bacon because there was no games the night before. Right. And this comes off a hot start, hot shooting start to the week for me on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, one in which Pete gave me a eh, grade and a really good grade, and he yeah. flip-flopped on which one was better. You likey what you've seen lately of Bacon. Monday and Tuesday were good. Back-to-back efforts. I thought both four or more oinks worthy. I think I had a three-and-a-half and a four-and-a-half. And uh, I think I would have went four-and-a-half and four. I liked Mondays more than Tuesdays, which is really, which is where Pete and I 
saw things differently. And I guess Monday's a good comparison to Wednesday because Monday, Pete let some negativity, I think, get inside his head and affect his grading. Shocking. Whereas he fought, you know, he got the one or two nice tweets on Wednesday and that kept him in the right mind space for the rest of the show. Yeah, that's very true. Now, I wonder. And like, I'm you asking- might have gotten a five, Winker, today. You might have missed your. Your window here. Good point. Although I got to be honest, I I think that it's recharged me a little bit. I like that I was able to take back to back days and take a breath of fresh air. By the way, no bacon on Thursday either. You might have already listened to this, right? But, so the next bacon is on Friday. I wonder, Bogues, and I'm only thinking of this now in real time. I wonder if the simplifying is the rounds get longer in the NHL or. We get later rounds, right? And less games are going on. Where now every bacon is only going to be reacting to one game, which means multiple highlights for one game and a sound bite. It's real yeah. easy. Three highlight or three pieces of sound, all for one game to tell the story of one game. I wonder if that has slowed things down a little bit and creates for a better bacon. I could see it going in both directions because, on one hand, it's making you focus more. Yeah, but on the other. A game is not guaranteed to give you useful things, too. As like, was that 2-1 crack and Stars right. game. So like you, so then all of a sudden you might be more focused, but now you've got to be uber creative because there's fewer options to work off of. And I wonder if Pete should consider that with Oinks. Does it take more creativity? I mean, I, I, I think that's somewhat of a fair point, like that you have to, the context of the performance is what did the game, you can't make any, you can't make something from nothing here. Yeah. You know, I one agree. a one nothing. Western Conference final game with no one with a cool name scoring that one goal, and you've already used your Dave Ettinger line for Jake Ottinger and the Stars net, you could be, you know, grab some for straws. It's a good point, but something worth monitoring, Canadian bacon, not that many weeks left here. We're into the conference final. We're more than halfway done here. Yeah, and just between friends here, I mean, I'd make two suggestions. You've got, you know, I don't know what it is now, two days till the next game. Yeah. You know, I'd start looking at rosters and just thinking of what comes to mind when you see some names. Again, you know, I don't want you to force it. That was a problem in the past. But you want to have some, I think, starting point here where, yeah. okay, if this guy scores, we can use this joke. Or maybe think of themes compared yeah. to the calendar or things on the show. You know, you did a good job the other day bringing back Three's Company. But let's say you did an entire, like, uh-huh. 70s sitcom-themed bacon. Bacon, whereas now huh. the jokes come from that, not from the player names. Just just put it out there. Yeah, that's a good point. It's all something to consider. Either way, I'm running out of Fat Joe's song, so let's hope Pavelski cools off in this series. What's love, Bogues? What's love got to do with it? Amen. All right, we can follow you on Twitter. Uh, at Pete the Body. Follow me at EJ Kaplan. Have a great weekend, everyone. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.